Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Travis and Vic's Drunken Horror Adventures. Back from a long hiatus and Vic is on the line. Hey, Vic, can you let uh, Blake know to call in? And I got to unmute you because it's being talk show. There you go. What's up? What's up, what's up? Can you tell Blake to, lock, uh, to call in? Yeah, I'm, I'm letting him know right now. Thanks, buddy. All right, so anyway, yeah, uh, you know, get down here, stupid-ass dogs. This is how we're going to start the show, apparently. <laughs> Good times. The dogs, are, yeah, like, whenever I'm downstairs and it's not daytime, they're all fucking confused and they act, they run all over the place because they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves. So, you know, that's where we are. What can I say? <laughs> Gotta love them. And as you know, oh. I have the dumbest canines on the face of the earth. This may be accurate, may be accurate. Well, at least one of them. So, what's going on in uh, Uncle Philpot world? Oh, you know, working like a slave, working my dick into the ground, you know. What other cliche I can think of, I'm doing it. You're known for that. Um, yeah. It's interesting. It's that time of the Tis the season. Yep. And our the best Blake we know is here. What's up, Blake? Hey, fellas. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Happy yeah, holidays and all that good shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I'm hoping we have a lot of new listeners this week. Hell of a lot more Facebook likes. So thanks to everybody that has liked our Facebook page. We changed it to just Drunken Horror Adventures because we don't want our name attached to half the bad shit we do. So we're a bunch of animals, and sometimes we're not proud of it. Or if we are, we don't say it publicly. All right. <laughs> well, if you're a first-time listener, this is um, – kind of a a monthly episode we do. We have been doing this for months and months now. We started out with uh, the top 10 horror movies pre-1970s, and then the next month we did the top 10 horror movies of of the 70s, and then we went year by year in the 80s. So we've done 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, and this week is 87. And um, fellas, right off the bat, I want to tell you... uh, Another week where it's going to be tough to squeeze in 10, I feel like. It was hard to get 16, just 16 for the tournament. Um, it could have easily been like 24 or 32. Easily. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, so um, instead of uh, dicking around and, and screwing off, why don't we go ahead and uh, start off our list. This week, uh, I'm going to go first because I don't think I usually go first. So I'm going to do it this time, see how it turns out. So um, starting off my list at number 10 
Um, maybe, uh, see, I bet you Blake's probably like, I debated about this one, and I decided uh, I didn't know if you guys would count it. Let's see if he does this. Um, but the Monster Squad I have at number 10. We had it in our tournament. I think it got past the first round, and it took an L in the second round. But um, Monster Squad is my number 10. Um, I didn't see it until later in life. So it's a um, it's a little overrated for me, but it, as a lot of people know, if you don't watch something as a kid and it's like a popular movie, if you watch it later on when you're an adult, you don't get as much out of it as other people do. And that's kind of where I stand with The Monster Squad. Fun movie. It's good. I don't really have any memories of it from when I was a kid, so it only goes so far for me. But it does make my top ten, and that's something at least. Yeah, you can go next, Vic. Yeah, I'm going to start out with, uh, I guess, somewhat of a heavy hitter. But uh, I'm going, at number 10, I'm going with uh, Creepshow 2. Yeah, Creepshow 2, I should mention, um, got all the way to the semifinals of this tournament that we had with 16 um, before finally losing to... Um, the the Lost Boys, it it knocked off um, Near Dark in the first round, which surprised me, and then it knocked off Monster Squad in the second round, and then it eventually lost to um, the Lost Boys. So, pretty good run for Creepshow too in the tournament. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, Blake, that leaves you up at number ten, nineteen eighty seven, top ten. Blake, start. Uh, well, we end this off here, at number ten. Well, you know, this was kind of hard. Like you said, it was hard to do this list because there were so many good movies. Um, this one I saw really, really young, and I really didn't know what I was watching until I watched it later, but it, it's kind of grown on me. It's a little cheesy, but I like it. Uh, the Gate. The Gate, yeah. You know what's funny? Is I saw some memes about The Gate. The Gate did not have a high enough IMDb rating to get into the 16, but um, Blake likes things that are off the beaten path, and there's nothing fucking wrong with that. So The Gate gets in at number 10. Good choice, buddy. I like it. Thank you. (laughs) Because I'm going to go off the beaten path here, or at least I feel like I'm off the beaten path. I felt like whenever I saw this movie, I had never fucking heard of it, and I felt like a lot of other people had never heard of it. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong because, you know, it did have a high enough IMDb score to get into our 16. However, it was uh, the second lowest of the um, of the 16. So it was a 15 seed going against the Lost Boys in round one, and it just had no shot. But uh, I love this movie. I've got it at number nine on my list. It's a fucking hidden gem as far as I'm concerned. It's Blood Diner. If you guys have not seen this movie, or if anybody listening has not seen this movie, I highly recommend you check it out, because it's all about fucking 80s cheese, and uh, I love it, and I think you can probably find it somewhere streaming. Blood Diner. It's 5.2 on IMDb. Good enough for a 15 feet, I suppose. Yeah, apparently. All right, well, my number nine is a movie that's already been mentioned, so we're just going to throw it out there, Monster Squad. I'm surprised you had Monster Squad on your list. Um, just because... Yeah, I almost I mean, what, the, I feel like everybody can make it. Like, it's, it's, like I've, seen a, I've seen a lot of conventions with Monster Squad guests, 
maybe it's just not your cup of tea, but you're never interested in any of the guests. Now, granted, Lost Boys is the same way, but, you know. Yep, and we'll see if that made it on my list. Good deal. Well, Monster Squad has made two of our lists. Um, Blake didn't make a comment whenever I started giving saying if Blake would say that, so maybe it did make his list. We'll see. Blake, what you got at number nine, buddy? You know, it was just terrible. You know, today my my, my cousin... Hello? Hello? What the fuck? What? Uh, hello? What just happened? Hello? Hello? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I have no idea. Hello? hello? Well, we have hello? a 4 area code mm-hmm. on the line. And that person is and going we, to be. No, my, we're, my we're talking to her. I need information. Hello? Okay. Hello. Well, they just What's keep it? saying hello in their What's boat. What's up, Shawty? My cousin, my cousin made her home up in the sky. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> in the sky. They hung up. I'll put them what a shame. I love library. What in that? What in the? What in the hell just happened? Somebody's on drugs and they called us, which is cool by me. Oh, okay. That's so awesome. What the hell? Are, would you go over what you what you both had for nine again? Because I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> I had a monster squad, and monster I had squad. Travis, um, what did you blood diner. Okay, okay. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what that was about, but that person that who called crazy. was from West Virginia, <laughs> and I can I can tell because the three hundred four area code. It's been a long time since wow. we've had some random calls. Well, I, I never have connected when I, 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 I got disconnected when I switched my headset over, but I called right back in, and then all of a sudden I heard this lady talking about her cousin made home in the sky. I was like, okay. <laughs> Did she know that she's talking to Travis and Vic? I mean, <laughs> Vic tried to perv on her. Because Travis, uh, like, oh, Travis was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> well, you know. If they really believe that they're in the sky, is it really that sad? It it, 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 it would have got fun if you would have let me keep going. And she would have. I know. I was going to let you. I didn't. I didn't hang her up. I actually sat there. And she she made her, her home up in the there sky. She just She's back. <laughs> and she left again. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be one of those nights, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so where are we at, fellas? Nine for me? Let's hurry up Yeah. he comes back. <laughs> yeah, number nine. I feel, I feel like we're about to be in an episode of, like, X-Files episode home or some shit. We need to, like... What's funny is I'm... Okay, so... So, the number nine for me is the stepfather. Quinn. You know, that was one that actually had a very good IMDb score, had a high seed, so I figured it would do well in the tournament that we had, of course, you know, the tournament that we do every fucking month on the show, but it had to deal with uh, a very low-rated A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, and it took an L from A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Um, so she the stepfather gets in. There she is. Ma- ma- ma'am, you have the wrong number. Okay, I'm just wanting to let yeah, you know. Like, it, it's amazing. These guys are not going to be kind to you. So. <laughs> she's not. She's not here anymore. She left. She gets in. Right. She leaves before I can say anything to her. 
<laughs> she made a home up in the sky. I love it. Yeah. It's like the good old days. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. All right. I sent her cousin to the sky. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number eight seed, or my number eight ranking, uh, Creep Show 2. <laughs> so that's two of us with Creep Show 2 on the list. Uh, not as good as the first one. But it does have a, at least one really, really good story. The Raft in Creepshow 2 is amazing, in my opinion. So Creepshow 2, uh, there she is again. What's up, baby? How you doing? She made her home up in the sky, just like you. want you some dick? Did, just like you. Fuck you. You want a dick? I was knocked off on him. She left again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Uh, this, is, just this, is radio. <laughs> this is great radio. I suppose. I don't know what the list is. I have a feeling there's about a thousand. I have, I have a feeling there's about two or three thousand more likes than you guys' future. Um, <laughs> so just be be aware of this. This is this is unbelievable. That is some crazy. That's kind of creepy. Uh, this is Shirley Blake's so, so why the hell this is this because you're from Bumfuck Nashville, and this person's from Bumfuck West Virginia, and I figure that's close that's enough. Not even, they're not even anywhere close to each other. Look at yeah, I know. Hello, I've been buddy. to both. <laughs> this is what happens when we hoard out our Facebook page. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I have somebody uh, in the sky. I thought I that thought was that her again. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought Lisa picked up the phone, Blake, because here's what I'm doing. Here she is again. Go ahead, get her. I raise a home up in the sky, just like you did. This is my magic spoon. <laughs> I like potatoes with mustard. Mm-hmm. That's, that's... <laughs> oh my God. Uh, holy shit. Hey, West Virginia. What, you love what is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm in West Virginia. Don't you be old. My vocal, go eat a fuck. You be it. How do you know that they're in the sky? <laughs> they hung up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> So, Vic, should I keep letting her through, or should I like uh, ban her? Because I can. Let's do. Let's do the. Let's do the list, and then when we get a little further down the list, if she's still feeling froggy and wants to call in, we might check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's right. finish right. the list, and then we can uh, fuck with her. All right, that sounds good to me. She'll call in in a second, I'm sure. All right, uh, uh, Vic, I guess it's your number eight now. Well, I, I feel like. All of our lists are like. I'm going with another one's already been listed. And I'm going with the stepfather. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Bella, Vic, you're good people, no matter what that lady from West Virginia says. Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, I snubbed the step the stepfather. I snubbed it. Oh, well, I won't judge you, buddy. I won't judge you. I won't judge you. I won't do what y'all did to me. It's cool. Well, I'll tell you what, if I, were to, if I were to watch it again, I might have a different opinion of it, um, but I haven't watched it recently How long has it been enough, since so you've seen it? How long has it been? Uh, early 20s, so we're talking like 15 years. 
Yeah, it's been a long yeah. time since I've seen it. I'm doing off of uh, basic memory. And there were a lot of – in my team, I felt good enough to about to where I was like, I don't need to go back and watch this and bump something because I'm good with what I have, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was that way for the most part for me. You know, there was a few things. But, you know, this was a harder – this was a hard list. I mean, you think with more movies in each year, it would get easier. It's not the case. Even with the crappy movies, remember when we had the crappy movies the first couple of, you know, years in – it was hard for us to kind of narrow, narrow it down, you know, to 10. This is make too, so there's that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Blake, you're up at number eight now, buddy. Well, again, it was hard for me to put this one here, but uh, for number eight, I put The Lost Boys, and it's lower because, you know, it's, wow. it's, not, it's not terribly gory. Um, there are other movies on my list that top that one. You know, uh, there are things about it I love, but it's not my. It's you made not your home number one. Just like you did. Oh my gosh! I muted her. Wow. She can just sit there for now. Cry, little sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick Sean on, Jeez. and he, you know, as Vic knows, Sean's a. Oh, yeah. Well, she hung up. She'll call back anyway. So go ahead, Blake. Oh, well, that's pretty much it. I, I, mean, I want to make my sentences short and brief, you know, before she calls in and starts whatever the hell it is she's doing over there. So. She's playing with her dinger. Yeah, she's, 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 she's flicking her bean. Hey. Uh, <laughs> what did you say, Blake? Okay, so I said that's so gross. Just this whole this whole thing is just, I don't know, this, this whole thing is just weird. Like, I've never in the history of doing shows with you guys ever had anybody else able to like just come through like that and then say some wild off the wall stuff like that. That's I think that lady's drunk or something. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody liked us well enough to call us this many times. Okay. So uh number seven for me is Near Dark, the vampire movie. This is a movie whenever we I ask the question once upon a time which one's better, Lost Boys or Fright Night? And I was solidly behind Fright Night. A bunch of people chimed in saying Near Dark, and I'm like, that wasn't the question, you stupid fucks. So, you know, ask a simple <laughs> question and get a stupid answer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, Near Dark's my number seven. It's a good movie. Uh, it's another one that I need to revisit and see where it really ranks. But for now, a number seven's not bad, and it made my top ten, I can tell you that. Good enough. And you got Bill Paxson. And Lance Henderson. And Adrian yes. Hazard. Yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. Yes, exactly. You got some horror legends in there. So, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, my number seven. Uh, I feel like Blake kind of stole my thunder on this one because I was supposed to, like, snub it more than anybody, but Lost Boys my number seven. Can I just say that it's amazing to me that Blake had that as low as it did? And this isn't a criticism. It's just a surprise because it seems like a movie that Blake likes a lot more than us. It is a movie that I like a lot more. But if you look, there are some other horror heavyweights going on in this year that it can't top. It can't top those. Like content, it can't top story, it can't top you know cinematography, it can't top effects. It has great effects. Bill Forsh's family to me. I love the man. And, and, and you know, I love his work, and, and but I mean, there is that film is a great film, but it is not the best one of 1987. 
it's up there, but it's not the best in my opinion, you know, as far as horror is concerned, because it's, it's not really scary as much as it is kind of just, I don't know, it's more like a thriller to me, like it's not really scary, uh, like in terms, like Fright Night could be, you know, or, or Near Dark could be. It, it, you, the fans disagree with you. The fans had Lost Boys easily winning the number one, which I'm not surprised. I don't think Vic's surprised at all by that. Um, it takes different strokes to move the world, you know, to paraphrase Kevin Smith. What you know? I think the truth of the matter is, though, Lost Boys fan bo- fan boys and fan girls are possibly the most annoying fan base there is. So <laughs> you got that going. Well, you know, I don't always disagree with what, with what the consensus says. Hey, you guys have made a career off not agreeing with what anybody says, generally. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny funny. we're all sitting here. We got you at number eight for Lost Boys, Vic at number seven, and you got me at number six. So that's where I have Lost Boys. It's certainly not number one. It's a damn good movie. It really is. It you is. Know, I just feel yeah. like it's it's overrated by a lot of people. That's all. And you know, uh, it's not the best vampire movie. And people just love it for for you know Kiefer Sutherland's in it. That's really what it boils down to. Blake, what was your number seven again? I apologize. I didn't do my number seven yet. Well, I skipped you. My apologies. <laughs> I'll let you do your seven. You shouldn't be surprised. My, okay. See, Blake, be, I haven't drank be... a lot lately, and I'm drinking right now, so it's like hitting me pretty hard. That's okay. It's perfectly fine. This is still y'all's show. I mean, I'm just kind of like an unofficial guest co-hosty asshole type. I mean, that's just what I do. But uh, number seven for me is kind of like a sci-fi horror. Again, I was really hesitant about putting it on the list but I think it deserves it. That, you know, Mick, Mick worked on this one, and it's one of the best ones, uh, you know, of 87, of uh, The Hidden. You know, The Hidden is the shit. It's a great movie. That's another movie that I don't think other people would put on there. It did not make the 16. It did not make the tournament. But Blake, again, coming with uh, something a little, a little different, a little off the wall, which is good. We always like the um, parody. <laughs> So that brings up our own heavy hitter, Victor Philpott, with his number six, because I already gave Lost Boys my number six. Yep, this is a movie that I actually I never heard of until uh, Travis uh, turned me on to it a few years ago. Uh, I actually I bought it at uh, some convention I was at once upon a time, but I'm going Blood Diner, my number six. Nice. Yeah, I think, I don't remember how I watched it, but it was just randomly I came across it, and I was like, this is the shit. Yeah, it, it's pretty it. awesome. It's... Well, I mean, I feel like that... and you love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the only genre that I think can compete with uh, slashers for Vic is, is cannibals. Is that about right, Vic? Yeah, probably. I think that's the only uh, thing that uh, comes I... close for you. And, and, and yes, yeah, that's probably it. Fair enough. All right, I don't want to skip Blake this time because I fucked up last time. Blake, you're at number six now, buddy. Uh, number six is one that, again, I was hesitant to put in this one. It is actually not a favorite of Lisa. Lisa actually gave me a little bit of shit for putting it on here, but I had to include it because I liked it. Predator. 
You know, okay, so I want to get into something. And um, first of all, if we did, all right, I want to, it's going to take me a second to kind of flesh this out. Once upon a time, Vic and I did our top ten horror movies of the summer. And this is like our first show or second show, wasn't it, Vic? Yeah, that was our, that was our very first podcast. Yes. So I knew it was our first or second. The Burning was our second. So um, I had Predator on that list. And then when I did this list, I looked at IMDb, and it didn't have horror listed as one of the first um, genres for it. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to put it in the tournament. I'm not going to make it eligible for me. But, you know, if somebody else ranks it, fine. I'm not going to give them shit for it. So if I were to do Predator, it would be my number one. Let me just say that. I don't have it on my list because... I didn't want to hear people bitch about how it's not horror. It's really, I got peer pressured in my own mind. I didn't want to hear it because I hear it too many fucking times about other things. Because I knew if I put Predator on the fucking tournament, Vic and Blake, that everybody would cry about it. And they would. And I'd have to listen to it, and I'd get annoyed. I'd fucking comment. Huh? It's on the it's on the Wikipedia list of horror from 1987. So I know. I agree. I agree, but I'd feel like if, uh, I, I wouldn't if give somebody, you shit. I wouldn't give you shit for it. I'm just saying Me it would either. be a shitty argument to say Wikipedia because anybody would be like, Wikipedia is made by people, so I mean that doesn't mean much. I mean, it's just as much horror as Gremlins. I agree. At Predator, so is Terminator. Just for the record, so is Terminator. Yeah, it's the same agree. deal. Okay, but I'm, I'm yeah, not going to do it because I just don't want to listen to people. They, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck it. But so if I were ranking Predator, Predator would be my number one because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I am not personally going to rank Predator, but I have no issue with you guys ranking Predator. So fucking have at it. You guys can argue with the crybabies out there, okay? I, I, you know what it is? I'm old and I don't feel like arguing with people anymore. I'm fucking, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm medicine you take the week round, homie. That's crazy. I did. I know. I just, I don't have the time to argue with people. You know, I don't. They get, I feel they get under my skin and I start going nuts on them and fucking uh, threaten to kill them. You know, it goes bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll just blame it on Stuart. It's Stuart's fault. Yeah, he softened me, punk. It was funny because I debated that heavily whether I should have it on there or not, and I was like, I better not. Plus, I'd probably lose my shit if I saw Lost Boys beat it in the tournament. <laughs> I'd flip a table over that shit. All right, but okay. So on on to my number five. Um, Prince of Darkness is my number five. That is a movie that I did not watch until it's a John Carpenter movie. I didn't watch until like '07. It was the first time I watched my, or at least the first time I remember watching it. And I watched it. It was late at night, and it had the perfect fucking atmosphere. I was like, this movie's fucking good. It's weird, but it's good. And I was like, I don't know why people don't give this movie more credit. It's a really good fucking movie. So here it is at five on my list. And I think it easily could have moved up or down maybe a spot or two. It's I love Prince of Darkness. It's not as good as a lot of other Carpenter movies. But it's definitely, like, pretty elite as far as horror movies go, in my opinion. It's unique. You got Alice Cooper in it. You got Donald Pleasance. It's good shit, man. I like it. Anything you want to see is Indeed. Indeed. So then that moves. 
So now right. Blake, I mean, Bick is up with number five. Not number five. I feel like we're getting into the heavy hitters now. The heavy hitters. So number five is Evil Dead 2. Oh, nice. Okay, so Evil Dead 2 was in the finals. Evil Dead 2 actually won the closest vote of all time by one vote to get to the finals over Hellraiser. It was 137 votes, and Evil Dead 2 had one more vote than Hellraiser to win the vote to get to the finals to take an ass whipping from the Lost Boys. <laughs> so Evil Dead 2. Good showing for Evil Dead 2. I'm not surprised, though. Evil Dead you know, and Evil Dead 2 are pretty, pretty well loved, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, if Corey likes uh-huh. it, you know that tells you something. I'm just saying. All right, Blake. We're up into the uh, upper tier now. What's your number five, my man? Well, you know, I saw this movie on a date with my wife, and at the time it was one that I hadn't seen. You know, I don't know if I had not ever seen it or if I'd only seen it bits and pieces, but I really liked it. And it's odd because it's the same as your number five, Travis. It's Prince of Darkness. Nice. It's a good movie. It really is. It's not a great movie, but it's a good movie for sure, you know? Well, what got it for me was Donald Pleasance as a priest was hilarious. Yeah. Um, not a pedophile priest. And then, yeah. And then um, cross cuts to the thing in the doorway, the black, like, form, the shadowy bat-like figure in the door, that, you know, that was a really, really good cut. And I think that that was really clever than to put that in there because you're not really sure what you're seeing at first. You know, plus Alice Cooper. I mean, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, this movie's great. Prince of Darkness. Fucking fantastic movie. Um, well, I say great. It's good. It, I mean, it's number five on our list. And fellas, I, I'm going to have a, some thoughts on 1987 uh, after we get through our list. So remind me to make sure that I give my thoughts, overall thoughts on 1987. Um, but now that Blake's given his five and Vic's given his five, and of course I gave my five, I guess I'll give my number four. And this is a tough one because I almost feel like bad having it this low. But at the same time, I feel like there's one thing about this movie that irks me, and it's like the last five minutes of the movie. They're like unnecessary and weird for no good fucking reason. And that's literally the thing that keeps this from being even higher on my list. And the answer is Hellraiser. I love Hellraiser. You know, Pinhead, I love fucking Doug Bradley. He's awesome in this. And, I, you know, I love Christy Cotton. Goddamn. Vic knows. Ashley Lawrence. Yeah. I love her. I do. But the last five minutes of weirdness for no fucking reason, like, I don't know what it's there for other than to be fucking weird. So that actually bright, brings my rating down on Hellraiser just a little bit. But it's, again, a great movie. There's some weird movies in 87. Prince of Darkness is fucking weird, too. So is Blood Diner. <clears throat> All right. Can I go with my number four now? Yeah, I'm sorry to disrespect your boy. I know you love Clive. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're a bitch. You're a dickhead, sir. Anyway. Sorry. So my number four is... Um, yeah, y'all, know, y'all know I had to throw it in there. Y'all know my love for... 
this whole damn series. So we're going to go to number four, Summer Party Massacre Part 2. Yeah, that was another one that was um, too – I wondered if you would have it because it was too low in the IMDb score to even get it on our list. I believe this year we actually had Jaws – we had the worst Jaws movie ever on the uh, – uh, Wikipedia list on this too. Jaws the Revenge, which obviously did not yeah. make the tournament or my list. Well, I put that on my list, but I was like, man, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, Jaws the Revenge is pretty stupid. <laughs> Let's be honest. Why um, well, put it on there? Yep. Fair enough. Slumber Party Massacre too. I mean, you want to turn your brain off and fucking enjoy a movie? The Slumber Party Massacre movies are perfect for that. Yeah, so, good job. I love that you're living up to your uh, past expectations with stuff like that, you know? Vic's not going to be affected by anybody's opinion. He's going to have Evil Dead 2 at number 5, and he's going to have Lost Boys at number 7, and he don't give a fuck what you think. So, good for you, buddy. <laughs> Unlike me, who got influenced about Predator. He did. I don't understand. It's crazy. I just don't want to hear the fuck. You know, you realize I'm telling the truth, though, that I would have to deal with that because you don't really man the page very often. You just ignore most of the retards. And, yeah, and there yeah. are a bunch of them now. Now that we have over 7,000 likes, there are retards left and right on our page. But it's great because they get offended. So. <laughs> True. There's a bunch of Negroes who think we're a sports page. <laughs> there are some of those, yes. I can't believe you just said that shit. Uh, you know, there's some, like, there's some random Pakistanis on our page, too. Oh, I'm sure. They're pretty far-reaching. Before we move on, before we get uh, Blake with his number four, I do want to uh, throw a shout-out to me for the <laughs> for the reason why our page got so popular is because I posted a uh, – well, I mean, to be honest, I was posting memes, and that was really starting to move us along. But what really got us there was when I posted um, a basketball card of 1990 hoops. Um, I think it was 1990. Maybe it was 89. It was, it was Mark – 89, Mark the Menendez brothers. Yeah. Yeah, the Menendez yeah. brothers in the background. And that post went viral, and you can ask anybody. Like, all these big pages were posting it. Darren Ravel, the actual fucking ESPN commentator um, – tweeted about it like it was huge so we got a lot of likes from that and that's what Vic was talking about with the um, yeah I don't know that I need to say it I'm not drunk enough yet. he can <laughs> repeat it if he'd like to I think they heard it the first time <laughs> so anyway there you go so Menendez brothers thank you for what you do for us I appreciate it <laughs> killing your parents was worth a few thousand likes to us Jesus Christ. God. It's crazy. Right. You, you know what? I, I, hope that that, I hope that that train car to hell has got a lot of room in it for the both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we'll be there with people we know and love. So there's that. Yeah. What, what, Corey? <laughs> I don't think he's going to go, although he hates women, so that's possible. Corey has no, no use for women. Like, he's not gay. He just hates women. Is that about right, Vic? He is a girl. He still hates women. Yeah, well. Where are we at? We're, we're at four, right, gentlemen? Yeah, we're at four. Yeah, Blake's like, let's move on. I don't want to hear you fuckers. You like to beat women. That's true, too. 
<laughs> Blake, you don't have to sigh at us. We're ready for you. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was. I was just like I. I was trying to just you know resign myself to the fact that um, this is never going to get any better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And the longer that I try to the definition of insanity, you know, going after the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, it's never going to happen with you two, um, ever. Uh, so That's like sticking your dick in the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? If you know it's insane, it's only going to get worse. It's true. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Those are my favorite things to stick my dick in, though, to be honest with you. They always have <laughs> <laughs> we all have our things, you know what I mean? I like the ones that might end up in Looney to Looney Bin any day. <laughs> oh, what the fuck. I'm sorry, okay, Mike, like number four. Number four, Evil Dead Two. There's not a whole lot I need to say about it. It's great. It's a lot of fun to watch. You don't actually have to really follow or haven't even seen the first one to pick up with this one because they kind of do like a short reiteration at the beginning. Gratuitous uh, gore. Uh, in a way, it's like a remake. I think it some scenes to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and do you remember doing the commentary with me and Corey? Yes. That was fun. Yeah, Blake and me and Corey, once upon a time, did a, a Evil Dead 2 commentary thing. Where was I you were working or something. You weren't. You weren't. Corey was down in the basement with me. I don't know where you were. I think they're waiting for you to get off work or something. That's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know that it was five below. It was probably Dollar General. It's been a long time now. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Years now. So one of these days I'll look it up and figure out when it actually. You know what? Fuck it. I'll do it now. Um, how about I do my number three, and then we can banner about it. All right, so, guys, I don't think this is going to be on your list. Maybe you'll surprise me. Um, so, if, if I'm wrong, uh, that's fine. Uh, let me know. But, all right, so, this one is, my number two and number three are both, both based on what I kind of grew up with. This movie had, like, a lasting um, impact on me. Um because I saw it as a kid, Troy was watching it, Vic. He was watching it probably on USA up all night because he was always watching that. I think because he wanted to smack Ronda uh, Shear's titties around, which who can blame him, you know? Because I yeah. love her too. But he was in his formidable years, so I'm sure he spent a lot of time spanking it to her, if I had to guess. Uh, <laughs> just being honest, that, that's what I think. I don't know that for a fact, and I don't really want to know it for a fact, but that's my assumption. <laughs> But, you know, we've all got our things. He likes blondes with big tits or just big tits in general, which nothing wrong with that. Anyway, so <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on. Uh, so I watched this movie, and the one thing that really stuck with me about it, because I didn't remember anything else about it other than this one thing. There is a killer that is taking this girl, and he's tying her up, and he's taping needles, like sewing needles, uh, a little bit smaller, but like sewing needles to her eyelids. And the way it is, is if she closes her eyes, obviously her eyes are, her eyelids are getting pierced by these needles, okay? It's a Dario, Dario, you can tell I'm fucking drinking, Dario Argento movie, and it's called Opera. And I fucking love opera. Opera got no respect from the 
the voting. And um, most people would say Suspiria is probably his best movie, but I say opera. Opera is my fucking jam. Because that shit is unique, and it's really cool, and I love it. So opera is my number three, and I don't expect you guys to have it, and that's cool, but fucking opera. I love it. If you have not seen it, by God, this is the Dario Argento movie to see, in my opinion. All right, all right. I did not have that. You are correct. I didn't think you could. But what I do have, what I do have, is my favorite installment of Nightmare on Elm Street at number three. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. So, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Nice. Uh, Very do nice. you like that better Very than the nice. first one? I do. Yes, I do. Um. Let me mention something real quick about Evil Dead 2 since we brought it up a minute ago. Um, Blake and I did this commentary three years ago, October 4th or so, 2015. There you I, go. I was definitely working below. You were at five below? Okay. Then you were just starting mm-hmm. then, right? You weren't there for a long time yet. Yeah, we opened in March. So there you go. You were there like seven months. But yeah, in fact, one of the pictures on on the uh, say what? I said I was probably out of town working at another store. Um, there is a uh, on the blog talk page where you can listen to the episode. You've got Corey sitting there like a bum from Horror Hound. <laughs> and one of the things that we hashtagged as one of the uh, tags for it was black guy. Wow. Let's be honest. It was me. So, yeah, I didn't do it. Anyway, we don't use blog talk anymore. That shit's the thing of the past for us. But um, happy with Spreaker. Blog talk was fun for a while until they kept banning our Bundy podcast, you fucking bastards. Um, yeah, so I think Marin Elm Street 3 is Vic's number 3, and I believe that'll be Blake's number 1, but let's see if I'm wrong. Because uh, if he has Nightmare on Elm Street is number one and Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two is number one, three's got to be number one. Blake, what you got at number three, buddy? Well, what I've got at number three is a weird movie. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a scenario, and I'll just let you, um, I'll let you kind of interpret it on your own. So I was watching this movie in my film class when I was in college. It was introduced to me by my film professor, and um, well. Let's just say that in the middle of this film, there's an interracial sex scene between Mickey Rourke and Lisa Bonet, and as they're having sex very, very violently and roughly, the ceiling is dripping blood all over them. And meanwhile, outside the house, a chicken is getting its head cut off. Um, So it was really, really, really interesting. The movie also stars Robert De Niro as Louis Cipher, which obviously turns out to be Lucifer. And it turns out that Mickey York is working for the devil. This movie's called Angel Heart. And if you haven't seen it, you need to tonight. <laughs> All right. Angel Heart. Okay, I'm writing that down. Angel Heart. Okay. So, Angel Heart for me, but opera for you. Okay? And if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it, I yeah. promise. Okay. I wouldn't lie to you. Opera's great. And Blood Diner, too, boy. Because I don't think you're going to have. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh... I don't know, and I wouldn't lie to you either. I mean, keep in mind, starry eyes. I do take credit yeah, for yeah, starry yeah. eyes. That was that was worth your attention. So, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely was. Um, so that's cool. Um, 
All right, man. So here's the number two for me. And remember, I said my number three and my number two were based on my childhood. Well, as Blake knows, and he likes to get jealous and give me shit about it, um, when I was growing up, I had a Nightmare Elm Street, on Elm Street Part 3 poster behind our door, which by the time I moved out, I'm sure that had a fucking hole in it from the doorknob. But uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 poster, still one of the coolest posters from the 80s, I thought, where you got Freddy's claws mm-hmm. and you've got the Dream Warriors fucking ready to fight them. So it becomes my number two. Um, it used to be my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but now that I watch it as an adult, I'm like, this movie's so fucking corny, but I love it. But at the same time, it's not better than the first one to me. But it's fucking great. It's my second favorite of the series. Um, sometimes you just kind of change with your age and you realize why the first one's the best of most series. Is remember Halloween and Halloween 2, Vic? Yep. So, you know, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's a little bit better than Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, but um, Nancy looks better in Part 3, if you ask me. It's just my opinion. Her and her super blue eyes. Goddamn, I love me some Heather Camp. Nightmare on Elm Street has some good survivor girls. I should mention that. Patricia Arquette, Heather Langenkamp, Lisa Wilcox. Mmm, Lisa Wilcox. I love Lisa Wilcox, Blake. Hey, full taste, full taste, full. She's my first. She's a good friend of mine. I'd be careful with that shit. I understand. If I wasn't married, I would be like, hey, ma'am, do you want to be a cougar for me? Because I'm in love with you. I'm sure she, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure she could yeah, I'm sure she's probably seen seen heard that before. Um, you know, because she is a very very beautiful woman. Uh, she is. I mean, no, she is good, out, but she's not like the type of like model. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's she is to me though, man. Like they did her 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 natural beauty is kind of masked in the very very early parts of Nightmare on Elm Street Four, yeah. and then by they about midway through, she becomes a total badass. And I mean, she was. Uh, she was a knockout, and I mean, it's funny because even now, I mean, she's still gorgeous. And yep. you know, I she tell is. her every time every time we go out and hang out. I mean, we went and ate at the uh, uh, the what was it, the Loveless Cafe, and I just I was like, oh, sitting next to her, eating, sharing, you know, food and biscuits and all this kind of stuff. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, man, she's she's great people. She loves her uh, she loves her Nightmare fans. That's for sure. She's cool on our podcast too. Sweet lady, um, awesome. So, um, so yeah, um, that would uh, mean that Blake, I guess you're or Vic, Vic, you're up at number two. I'm sorry. Well, my number two is a movie that Travis apparently hates and doesn't want to rank it. Is it's the Predator, man? Predator's hey, horror. man. Well, so you hate it because it's not your number one, so suck it. Never make no me. Hey, this is in my top ten. Shit, I. It's not horrible because <laughs> the people said so. You know, I gotta go with the people sometimes. You know, you know what people. I think about people. Man. I think uh, the people are stupid. The the people are are that is that chick that was calling in over there. That's who you're deciding with. Probably. <laughs> what can I say? It's all good, buddy. It's all good. We know you would have had a number one, and you just didn't think it was fair to, to everybody else. 
Tom no, Holland it wouldn't movies. have been a fair list either because Predator is like it literally one of my top five favorite movies. Let's see. It goes number one is Trick or Treat. Number two is Fight Club. Number three, probably Jaws. Number four, Predator. In City, somewhere around there. Goddamn. I love all these. I love Fight Club, dude. You know why? Because it's like Corey should love it too because it's like anti-woman. <laughs> and anti-communism, uh, which is weird because I'm all about it. So I don't know. Maybe I just need a break from the real world is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm totally going to miss gold for the second straight month. Like, way off. That's I'm surprised. I figured you guys were killing it. Or they just have really high goals. All right, Blake, you're up at number two. I was sorry, I was laughing because my wife showed me this picture. She took a picture of her phone while I was in here with her, and apparently, according to Twitter, Satan started following her on Twitter. Oh, there you go. Sweet. <laughs> Jason Voorhees follows me. Oh. Yeah, Michael Myers follows me, and I don't understand why. He needs to take that shit elsewhere. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I love Lisa Dick Warlock, man. I do. Um, I also love the fact that uh, Tom Atkins hollers at you every time he sees you. <laughs> Travis, bro, fuck, what? <laughs> My number two is a really weird movie because, well, I guess I'm just a really weird guy. Hellraiser. Um, you know, Frank Cotton, Skinned Alive, Sex, Violence, uh, You Open the Box, We Came. I mean, you can't. Doug Bradley is the Hellraiser. You know, D- Doug Bradley is the Hellraiser, what Robert England is the Night on Elm Street. It's, you know. It's, you know I, I always would say this is that I would compare Doug Bradley and his charisma to like Bella Lugosi and his presence. You know what I mean? Or Boris Karloff's presence, even. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of a different thing. Like I can't explain it. Doug Bradley has a certain charisma, at least in that role, and it's pretty pretty fantastic. Um, I love it. Like I said, I, I, I'm not. You gotta like kind of like scrutinize these movies to put a list together. So if it feels like I'm knocking Hellraiser, I'm really not. I'm just trying to come up with a way to rank one movie over another. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, you're rationalizing for other people that maybe don't see it the way that we see it. They don't have that connection to it that we have. So I get it. So Vic and Blake, let's see how good you are. How how much attention have you paid to me tonight? Um, which which your what do you think that I have at number one? You have no idea? Okay, what about you, Blake? Any ideas? You have Jaws the Revenge at number one. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, I don't know. I don't want to say that I could for sure nail it down because you surprised me before. So I'm I'm not going to answer. My number one actually is Evil Dead 2. And. Oh, what did you say, Vic? Oh, yeah, shit, duh. I was trying to think yeah. of what you didn't have, and I forgot about that. 
I go back and forth whether I like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 better because Evil Dead 2 is funnier, but Evil Dead 1's the scarier of the two. So I'm never quite sure which one I like better because, you know, it's like the difference between Friday the 13th Part 4 and Part 6. Technically, I should like 2 better, but at the same time, I really like the scariness of the first one. Um, but I do love Evil Dead 2. It's a fantastic movie. Um, it, I mean, it could have been number 2 or number 3 or number 4. It could have been anywhere in there, but I just think at the end of the day, it's my favorite of 1987. If you don't count Predator, I should, you know, mention that <laughs> again. So, Evil Dead 2 gets my number one, which isn't bad compared to the fan vote. It, it, number one, it was the number one in the seating, which I'm surprised because I figured Lost Boys would be number one in the seating. Evil Dead 2 has like a, a 7.8 on IMDb. That's a high motherfucker especially for that type of movie. Um, and it got all the way to the finals before it lost to the obvious favorite, Lost Boys. So, um, obviously, we agree with these quote-unquote horror fans that are out there, we, we, or we disagree. But Evil Dead 2, I mean, we all had that on our list uh, as the highest. We, You know, no matter what you guys do right here, it feels like we had um, pretty pretty different lists than we usually do as far as um, where we had things. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. The victory number one. Yeah, I mean, it's simple. It's obviously the best movie of the year. I mean, Doug Bradley's kind of a god. Clive Barker is a god. A god with AIDS, but it's still a god. <laughs> and he has AIDS. Hey, hey, it's okay. He, uh, I, I didn't know Clive Barker had AIDS. I didn't know. I, no, he I really does. Here I am giving you all the information, Blakey. He's got AIDS, and he wouldn't even shake my hand. He gave me a fist bump. Okay, so once upon a time, he was actually accused of giving his ex-boyfriend HIV 16 years ago. There was a lawsuit yeah. claiming that Barker urged Armstrong to get tested after he tested positive for HIV. <laughs> so there you go. That. Sixteen years ago, he was accused of giving HIV to one of his his boyfriend, and there was a lawsuit. Yeah, about his ex boyfriend. Yep. Ouch. Well, I still I think love he him. Walker, you know, I mean, he won. He won in court, though. So he really didn't give him AIDS. Um. Well, <laughs> I guess I can get into it if you want. TMZ reported okay. on it in 2012. I'll go ahead and elaborate and bring it up. Okay, so Hellraiser and Candyman author Clyde Barker just scored a big victory in court over his ex-boyfriend who accused Barker of having sex with his own HIV-positive cousin before passing the virus on to him. Yes, I just fucking read that. Because his ex's lawsuit has been tossed out of court forever. TMZ broke the story. Barker's ex-boyfriend, a million David Armstrong, sued the writer in June, claiming Barker gave him HIV in 1996, then kicked him out on the street, leaving him destitute. The lawsuit is crazy. With allegations of cousin sex, AIDS, S&M, and drug-fueled parties, but the judge ruled the case was baseless and should not go forward. The case had been previously thrown out, but the judge gave Armstrong the chance to rework his lawsuit with new evidence. Armstrong never followed through, so the dismissal is now permanent. If only I could get a copy of this complaint. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no shit. Wow. I didn't know about the cousin thing. That's, that's crazy. No, I didn't either, but now you do. Well, then, he, he's still a god. 
A cousin fucking AIDS having having God. (laughs) It's fucking funny, though. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Todd Barker's still the fucking man. It's fucking crazy, man. I wish I could find. I wish I could find a copy of the uh, complaint. I'd probably have to call like Los. I think it was in Los Angeles. I'm gonna call Los Angeles County County Clerk tomorrow. See if I can get a copy of it. That's so awesome. But I mean, these fucking clerks are grumpy. But I'll talk to them to see if I can get a copy of that. I mean, I'm just happy the man's finally healthy enough to travel around and do conventions so I can meet him. Yep. Fucking crazy. That's what it's all about. And he didn't give me the aid when I met him. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It really is. That's so, Blake, we gave Blake's you some information speechless. you never had before. <laughs> Blake don't know what to think. I didn't know uh, he was again, English. Uh, who? Hi, Barker. Yeah. Yeah, he's English. Um, a lot of people forget that he wrote Candyman, too. Yeah, of course. you got to remember Candyman. Fuck. I like that better than Hellraiser, to be honest with you. Yeah, of course. It's just me. It's just me. All right, Blake. I want you to give your number one, which we all know what it is. Are we just going forward, just going to have pencil you in for a Nightmare on Elm Street movies at number one every year? Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in 1989 because uh, as much as I love Nightmare on Elm Street 5, it just, some, it just doesn't stack up to some of the others. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how I feel about it. You want to know why? Oh, wait. Maybe that's oh, yeah. part four. No, no. It's because Tuesday night's in part four. That's really the issue. You shouldn't have that one too high. But, you know, I know you pinned a novel about it, so I'll leave you alone. Which will be <laughs> on your doorsteps probably a couple of days after Christmas. I'm sending you guys copies out this weekend. So. What a sweet man you uh, are. Well, let me know if you want me to sign them. I have no problem with that either. Just we do, know. and we'll see. Yes, yes. Better sign it. Fantastic. Oh. So All they right, can sell cool. it on eBay. Uh, yeah, there you go. I hope you got. A, I hope you got. A, still got your copies of the first book because those bitches are going for two thousand dollars a piece on eBay and Amazon now. So check that shit out. Look it up. You sold yours for crack. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then I sold oh, all my shit. Jesus. Uh, so yes, my number one is the Nightmare on Three. Dream Warriors, yeah, yes it is. And you know, as much as I'm jealous of your Nightmare on Elm Street 3 poster, Travis, I, I'm not yeah. as jealous now because I've got the last surviving piece of Robert's letter from Part 4, so I think I think I'm doing okay. You don't want to hear some shit, and I don't know if this will mean anything to Blake because I don't know what kind of fan he is about this. Vic, did you know, you'll like this, okay, buddy? Did you know that when Troy and I were kids, we had a poster of David Robinson at Navy, autographed by David Robinson. Like legit autographed? Yes. What? That's that's yes. pretty awesome. Ask Troy about it. We, in fact, I think we had two of them. And of course, we don't, have, we don't have either one of them anymore because you know we're kids and fucked them up. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I swear, ask Troy if you don't believe me. I swear to God, I'm not making that. How did you get those? Your dad? I think my mom got it for us. My mom, she would get weird shit like that because she worked with a distillery. And so, like, you know, they would, I I assume that's what it was. Once upon a time, we got, like, Final Four shirts, the one that UNLV won. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Or Final Four hats. That's what it was. Final Four hats. So, just random shit like that. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. The David Robinson thing, I, just like the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 or 3 poster, it was something that was a staple of our wall as, when I was a kid, along with all those helmets that I told you about. Yeah. Detroit got mad and took the 49ers, went off. Because he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, he was so mad because they beat the Bears on Monday Night Football. That's the way I recall. You can ask him, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, you a jerk. He fucking hated the 49ers. He still does, I know, but, like, back then, woo. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's look here. Evil Dead 2 is my number one. Blake's is A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Vix is Hellraiser. Um, We all had Hellraiser in our top four. We all had A Nightmare on Elm Street in our top three. I think, could be mistaken, but I think... A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 would average out to be our number one, with Hellraiser being our number two. So, pretty nice. I mean, we still agreed on some things, right? Nobody would have Opera yeah. or Angel Heart in their top ten, other than me and Blake. Um, and nobody would have Slumber Party Massacre 2 in their top ten, other than Vic. So, other than that, though, I guess it wasn't that, it wasn't that different. Vic, I can't believe you don't have Prince of Darkness. You've never seen it, have you? I've never seen it, though. Yeah, it's weird shit, but so you need to watch it. I think you'd like the concept, because basically they find Satan in, trapped in some weird portal in a basement of a church. Does that sound about right, Blake? That's about right, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird fucking movie, but it's good. Yeah, so I don't it's own it, or else I'd, I'd make you watch it, Vic. Well, you should watch yeah, I know. I should. But you know me. I always wait for things to be like cheap. <laughs> so, all right. So I told you guys I wanted to talk about 1987, right, after we were done here? Yeah. Yes. So this is going to sound like a weird thing. I told you before the show got going that I had a hard time having just 10. And that's true. And again, let me just take Predator away from what I was about to talk about, okay? So let me just say that right off the bat. Predator is not involved in the conversation I'm about to have. Um, My opinion, 1987 was good, but it was not great. The movies in 1987, for me, there was no one movie in this top ten that are like one of my favorite movies. Again, if you don't count Predator, none of these movies are any of my favorite movies. They were all good. But I don't think in, in, in some of the other years that any of these would have been a number one. I feel like it was just kind of weeding out the week, you know? Like, Evil Dead 2 is awesome, but there's a lot of years it wouldn't have been number one. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, great movie. I wouldn't have had it so high in other years. Opera, same deal. Hellraiser, same deal. There were certain years that these movies probably would have been kind of slow, kind of low on the list. I feel like this 87 was good, but not great. So that's what I'm trying to say, is that... It had a ton of good movies, but none of them blew me away, is all. 
you know, if that makes sense. That's just me, though. I'm sure you guys might disagree, and that's fine. No, I mean, I, I tend to, on the outside of Hellraiser, which obviously I have a, a love for, I mean, hey, I'd agree. But, but even so, like, maybe all, I don't know if uh, Hellraiser is not I mean, all the 80s, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I I agree. As for vampire movies, if we were going just general by decades, you know, 80s and 90s, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and Fright Night would outdo uh, Near Dark and Lost Boys easily. Um, you know, so I'm not I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, I was sitting there with like three different movies, and I'm like, any one of them could be number one, but they're not my favorite movies either. So they're all good, but none of them are my favorite. So I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. So Vic, I have a feeling that you've watched absolutely nothing. So if if I'm wrong, correct me real quick. No, that's a pretty good feeling, sir. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, right? You know, I didn't want to assume things. You know what assumption does, right? It's, or what it is, right? It's the mother of all fuck-ups. That's how you and me. So, um, I want to start off at the movies I've seen at the theater, because, you know, it's a lot, right? Blake's talking to his wife. Right. Oh, we were oh. talking about this Christmas, this Christmas theme horror movie. If you guys haven't seen it, it's one of the newest ones we saw. I recommend it. It's badass. Oh man, what? It's great. It's called Not a, Not a Creature Was Stirring. Have you seen oh, it? I haven't seen it. No. Oh, you have to fucking watch this, dude. Oh man, it is fucking great. Not a creature like, was stirring. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it's. I'll give you a little bit of a premise without giving away anything. So there are couples on a date. And they go see this sort of play where nobody's really in costumes. They just have like a few little props, they dress normal clothes, and they're acting out these scenarios. And it's based on lines from Nightmare, uh, Night Before Christmas. It was Night Before Christmas, and it's fucked up. It gets progressively more fucked up as it goes along. Um, you, you just you got to fucking watch it. I've it's been a long time since I've seen a Christmas themed horror movie that made me want to watch it again and again. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Absolutely. Sorry all about right, so that. I didn't are... mean to interrupt your guys. Well. No, you're not bothering me at all. So I'm just going to run through what I've seen at the theater. I'm going to give very quick thoughts because it's a bunch of them because it's been a month since we've been on here. So let me go quickly. I saw Creed 2, the sequel to Creed, you know, like the seventh Rocky movie or eighth or whatever the fuck it is. An awesome throwback to Rocky Four. I give it four out of four. It's a fucking great movie. I saw Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, it's got some good Easter eggs, but it's not as good as the first one, in my opinion. It's a lot of Disney shit, so if you like Disney, you're good with that. If not, eh, it's not as good as the first one. Three out of four. I saw The Front Runner. It's a, um, it's a, a story about Gary Hart's uh, bid for the presidency uh, in the 80s. Uh, it's it's a good story and it's enjoyable even if you don't care about politics. I give it three out of four. I saw the Green Book. Um, it's it's your typical you know racism in the uh, 60s or 70s type deal. I think it was 70s in the South. Um, three and a half for that. Really good story, but again typical of racial movies. 
Um, I saw, okay, and this is a horror movie, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Um, it's a different type of possession movie because it takes place in a morgue and there's some other shit that's going on with it. Uh, but it really didn't deliver like I wanted it to. So 2.25 out of four machetes on that one. Um, don't go out of your way to see Possession of Hannah Grace. Watch it if you get the chance, but don't go to the theater unless you've got some subscription service like I do. I saw Robin Hood, and um, this movie got shit on and it bombed at the box office, but it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It had some cool archery in it. It was better than it was reviewed. 2.75 out of 4. I saw The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Um, This is another one that didn't get great reviews or or box office, but it wasn't a bad family movie. It was better than it was reviewed. Three out of four. I saw Elf, 15th anniversary, um, which I watched it just because it was in theaters, and I watched it for the first time, you know, whenever it first came out. So I figured, fuck it, I'll watch it 15 years later. I'm watching it for free. Still a decent movie, but not a great Christmas movie, as Vic has pointed out. Um, before three out of four for that i saw once upon a deadpool and uh it's basically deadpool 2 reworked into a pg-13 movie but they added a bunch of shit that was pretty awesome four out of four for it it's worth seeing even if you've seen deadpool 2 uh fellas i saw schindler's list for the first time i've never seen that fucking movie but i figured you know a week after uh pearl harbor dash check it out and i did and uh I don't know what to tell you. There's three plus hours of just depression, but it's a fucking you know fantastic movie. Definitely have to see it. Um, four out of four. But again, take some time out of your fucking day if you're going to watch that movie. It is long, but Liam Neeson's awesome in it. So is Ray Fiennes. Mortal Engines. I saw that on Friday. This is another like I don't know futuristic movie. It's kind of shot like Lord of the Rings because, you know, it's Peter Jackson's screenplay. Um, The previews really didn't do this movie justice. I give it 3.25 out of 4. It bombed at the box office, it looks like. Got its ass kicked by the next movie that I watched, which was today, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I thought it was overrated. Like, Vic, did you see Shaq was talking about how great it was? Yeah. It was 3 out of 4. It was three out of four for me, okay? Now, a little bit of my comic book rage was what brought it down a bit because some of the fucking villains, like, they turn they turn certain villains like... Okay, you, you ever heard of Dr. Octopus? Yeah. Well, that's a guy. In this movie, it's a girl. And I know I can explain that away because it's different, like, dimensions, but it just annoyed me for obvious reasons. <laughs> and... uh so, like I said, in the animation, there was something about... Vic, I don't know if I've told you this, but there's a reason I don't like anime. When people tell me how great anime is, I'm like, great, but I can't fucking focus on the fact that the anime looks like shit. I hate it. So, it wasn't like that, but there were some things about it that just bothered me. Like, some of the villains looked fucking weird. So, three out of four for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, Isla liked it a lot, so there's that. She was excited the whole time. Um... And, okay, so that's all the movies I saw at the theaters. Now I'll quickly run through some others. I'm currently in the midst of watching Krampus the Christmas Devil on Tubi. Don't waste your time unless you just want to see some random tits, just because. I mean, you can get that anywhere, but it's not good. Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell on Netflix. Three out of four on that. 
It's all about Kurt Russell. If you don't like Kurt Russell, you shouldn't be fucking watching the movie because to me, he carried the movie. It was three out of four. My wife loved it. I thought it was good. Uh, it got a ton of watches on Netflix. I watched Black Christmas. I don't need to talk about that. We know all about that. Silent Night, Deadly Night. We know all about that. I watched Puka on Hulu. Okay, so fellas, I, I've mentioned this before, but Hulu is doing this thing where they're doing like a horror movie for every holiday, or at least the major holidays, and they did Halloween, they did Thanksgiving. Halloween one was really good. Thanksgiving was eh. This 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 Christmas one, Christmas one was decent. Um, it had a lot of twists and turns, and it was kind of a different type of horror movie. It gets 2.75 out of 4. Um, if you have Hulu, you should watch it. It's um, pretty damn good. And then last thing, and I just throw this out here because we did an episode on Twilight Zone. On December 11th, I watched Twilight Zone when the sky was open. Just, you know, a 30-minute episode. And uh, it's one of my favorites. It was Final Destination before Final Destination was ever thought of, minus the violence. So good stuff. I enjoyed it. And that is my fucking list, and I am now beat from talking. So anyone who wants to talk, Blake, especially if you've watched anything beyond uh, and not a creature was stirring, talk about it. Okay, um, as long as Vic's okay with that. Well, it's not like Vic's going to talk. He's silent, Vic. You know that. I was asking if it, as long as it was okay with you, I'll I'll talk about a couple of the ones that I've seen lately. But otherwise, I mean, you definitely can go first. Oh, Vic hasn't seen anything. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. Well, all right. I mean, he hasn't. He's been working his dick into the ground. I. I saw Ralph breaks the internet. It was okay. Um, Me too. It, it was okay, as, right? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the first one. There were some neat little things in there. Uh, this you know, one was all about Disney. The eBay, and, the eBay section. Right. Yeah. This was more about like Disney and the internet as opposed to like arcade games. And which one do we like better? I would assume you and I probably like arcade games a little bit better than Disney. Oh, for sure, man. Fucking Centipede, Galaga, come on, man. Yep. Yeah, um, I did see the Christmas Chronicles. I thought it was really, really good. And I don't know if you guys know this, but um, he oftentimes, uh, Kurt Russell is the singing voice for movies where they are movies about Elvis Presley. He oftentimes yeah. is contracted to sing for those. And my wife and I were married by one of the Elvises that was in the casino that they robbed in 3,000 miles of Graceland. So I got to hear about that, about that stuff, uh, you know, and all that. But that movie was really good. Not a Creature with Sturm was really good. Um, we did watch Dagon. That's a movie I bought for my wife. It's kind of like an early Christmas present. It's an HP Lovecraft thing. There's lots of really good gore. Uh, you know, there's some... There's some, you know, it discrepancies within it. And then there's the whole weird, you know, sister, you know, sister, brother, lover type weird shit that goes on in the middle of it. They're like fish people. Um, so it's it's Lovecraft. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's Lovecraft, that's what it is. But uh, we watched that, and then uh, I don't think that I've watched anything uh, my kids have got me on a kick of watching, uh, trying to get me to watch some anime. Uh, 
some stuff that they watch, which I have no idea anything about what it is. It's not even in English, so I'll be having to search <laughs> the subtitles, I, I suppose. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, so I think it's called One Punch Man. Yeah, um, a lot of people but, love that. It's not my thing, but... I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try because he, he wants me to look at it. My youngest has discovered... Uh, all the various early incarnations of the Power Rangers, and he's aware that I used to run in the same circle as the Pink Ranger when we were doing the, the touring and the music business thing. So, and then of course I, my sister knows uh, Jason Frank because he came in to bought pizza from where she was working years and years ago. So he's watching a lot of the uh, the older Power Rangers stuff, and I'm actually trying to visit the Batman the Animated I want that set for the, on uh, Blu-ray so bad, man. I want that new Blu-ray set because it looks amazing. Uh, but, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Hey, of course, I've watched a bunch of Christmas movies, too. I'm, I mean, I'm with you. You know what I mean? The only reason I brought up Elf was because I saw it at the theater again. And, uh, you know, there's that. You know, I did notice something in Elf. There's this guy who's an elf who was also in Bad Santa, and I looked at the time period, and I was like, I know I saw both of those the, uh, movies at the theater around the same time. And I was like, damn, this same dude was in Bad Santa and Elf the same fucking year. So this guy, like, he was in two different Christmas movies the same year. And I know that sounds like who cares, but I don't know why, but that just seemed like kind of weird to me, you know? The crazy part is he was in one of the best Christmas movies of all time and the worst Christmas movie of all time. That's the crazy part. <laughs> is it the worst, really? Yeah, yeah, it is. There's so many fucking Hallmark movies that should really get that title. I'm sure they're all better than else. I think you're. I think you're. What you really want to say is the worst major Christmas movie. How about that? I mean, yeah, I guess. Because I was just not going to watch all the cheap Hallmark movies. I don't know, though. My, my aunt watches them like 24-7, and she loves them all, so they can't be that bad. Yeah, my wife likes that type of shit, too. I don't know that she watches them all the time. but Well, um, did you guys revisit any of the old ones? Like uh, like Home Alone 2? I did, re- I did watch that again. Well, I watched Miracle on 34th Street, of course. I've listened to the radio version as well. Um, I watched um, probably four different versions of A Christmas Carol. I've watched Home Alone. I haven't watched the second one this year. I watched Bad Santa. I watched half of Bad Santa, too. I need to get back to it. I just didn't get to finish it. Um, I watched... I semi-watched A Christmas Story, because... What'd you say, Vince? I'm sorry. I said I haven't watched a damn thing. That's uh, like I said. Well, here's a question for you. Elf or Christmas Story? Which one's worse, Vic? Elf. Yeah, I was going to say, because you don't yeah. really think a Christmas Story is bad. You just don't. You I, think I, it's I overrated. Think it's overrated. I think it's the most overrated movie of all time, but I don't think it's a bad movie. We also watched Die Hard at the theater. So we did that, but we already mentioned that. Shut the fuck up. Why, why are you whispering? The, the kids awake? Huh? Why am I what? Yeah, I'm going whispering? up and down the 
I was going up and down the stairs and fucking Zero's barking, so I had to fucking yell at him. Oh, Vic, is this a Christmas movie? I watched Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Here you get riled up. I mean, we're not, I don't know. I'm not trying to talk about that movie anymore. It's, my it's my wife swears it's a Christmas movie, and I, did, I don't really see that. I think it's a Halloween movie if you're going to pick between the two, but whatever. What about you, Blake? What do you think? I think it's what, a bummer before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I think it just depends on who you ask. I mean, it seems like when it was released in Switzerland, I saw it you know when it first came out, uh, but I don't remember when it was. Uh, was it December oh, when it came out? Was it released in December? Uh, I don't know. Let's let's find out. But though, Blake, gun to your head, which one is it? Christmas movie or Halloween movie? Halloween movie, shit. Yeah, good job. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, fuck, it's about the Pumpkin King. It's not about Santa Claus. You know what I mean? He's in it, but it, they don't even call him the right name. They call him Sandy Claus. So, I'm just saying. It came out October 13th, 1993. It's a fucking Halloween movie. There you go. That's weird. It's one day before my birthday. I was born October 14th, so I saw it the night before I turned eight. That's my anniversary. Uh, it's my anniversary, but it's like, what is it, Vic? Like 20 years before my anniversary? 19? Yeah. You know something I knew? I knew, I realized I was fucked up when... I went to the theater to see Bram Stoker's Dracula at age seven. That's Dad awesome. took me to see that. That's a good fucking weird. movie, and you got um, some nice tits in it too. You know, just saying. Yeah, he didn't bother covering. He didn't bother covering my eyes for any. Nor should he. So you should be everything. seeing titties. Yeah, well, you know, he, you know, his track record was not exactly, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But. My bad. My bad. Oh, you know another Christmas another Christmas movie we watched, which is sort of not Christmas. It's more Thanksgiving, but there's lots of snow. Dutch with Ed O'Neill and Ethan Randall. You guys, well, I've not seen movie. it. Such a great movie. It is a great movie. We got it on DVD, and my kids have been my kids have been watching it. And Lisa's been reading The Shining, and I think we watched the miniseries earlier this month. It might have been later last month, but it was like Lisa put it in because it was sort of a Christmas-themed horror movie, you know? So yeah, I, like, I started uh, watching The Shining on Netflix again just because fucking I love The Shining and it was cold. It made sense to me, you know? Did, did you watch the, Kub- the Kubrick version or did you watch the miniseries? Kubrick? I've never seen the miniseries, okay. to be honest with you. Oh, you got to give it a try, man. If you, if you like the... Kubrick's movie, you'll probably like the miniseries way better. The Lady in the Bat. Oh, I don't know about that. So the Lady in the Bat. Well, my wife was very, very, very picky about it until she saw the miniseries. And of course, Steve Johnson, you know, was head of special makeup effects on all the the miniseries. And the Lady in the Bathtub. Oh my God, I wanted to fucking puke, dude, when I saw her. She is fucking rough, man. Well, well, here's my thing. I've always liked the story of the movie, The Shining, better than I do the book. And I'm one of those people that will fight with people about it. Like, I hear all the time people are like, oh, they shouldn't have changed that shit from the book. Now, you tell me, which one's more fucking scary, uh, a croquet mallet or a fucking axe? I'm just saying. 
That's me. And Jack's the man. That's you know, and Kubrick's the and, man. And and I mean in the book in the book, uh uh oh God. What's his name? You know who I'm talking about? Dick. Dick Halloran. He lives in the book. In the movie he gets fucked up and in the series, many series he lives. But they but they also go more into the, the Tony backstory and the ending with the boiler explosion is in the miniseries is really fucking awesome the way it's done. It's almost like Michael Bay style. This shit is fucking insane. Uh, and that's how it ends in the book is the boiler explodes. But it, I think it's just the way it's told. Like when he's – I'll give you an example of how moving it is. When there's the final confrontation between Danny and Jack, Jack's like, well, you know, you know what do you – what did your daddy forget? What what did he forget, you little shit? What did he forget? And he said, well, my daddy forgot to empty the boiler today. And then he looks up and he's like, oh, fuck, you know? And then he realizes it and then the whole fucking thing blows the fuck up. It's it's brutal. Yep. You've got to see that shit. Yeah. I'll check it out. Oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just uh, am skeptical that I'll like it better is all. That's all. Well, Stephen King's in it too. He's he's Gage Creed. He is the uh, the leader of the orchestra. Gage Creed. That's because he's orchestra, a fucking hater. Funny. He's a hater of uh, Kubrick's version. Is why he decided to be in it because he's a hater. That bastard. Well, well, yeah, but he also hates on his own work. I mean, he won't even claim Maximum Overdrive anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's wrong uh, though. Whatever. Maximum <laughs> Overdrive's the shit. I love Maximum Overdrive. Somehow it didn't make my list whenever we did, what was it, 86? 86, yeah. Yeah. Dick's fault. I'm drunk. Jesus. I think my wife left me. (laughs) Not sure. I think she left me. She came down here when I was trying to start the podcast, and she was like, "Uh, I got to leave. And I was like, okay. She's like, do you care if I leave? I'm like, sure. And then she's like, you want me to give you the monitor? I'm like, okay. And then she left, and she's still not back, so she's probably left me. I just <laughs> she's gone. She got tired of dealing with three kids of mine, and I can't blame her because my kids are fucking bad. <laughs> or at least a couple of them are. Truett slept all night last night, Vic. All night, dude. Almost till eight. Yeah. Did, did you get up off? Did you get up all freaked the fuck out? Like, oh my god, he's totally dead. I, but, but I was listening. I, the second I woke up this morning, it was like seven thirty because I heard Isla wake up being Isla, and because she's fucking an early riser. Anyway, so I heard. Um, I laid in bed and I just listened, and I could hear that motherfucker snoring. I knew he was okay. <laughs> His room's next to mine, and he snores like Vic does. Yeah, yeah. So you know he's good. He he was fine. Uh, I was I was concerned. You're right, uh, Blake, because that's the deal. Whenever you know your kid finally sleeps through the night, is that you know you think they're fucking dead. It's scary. But then uh, this fool, he is snoring. So it was all good. He was fine. Well, Lisa and I did the same thing when Eric when Eric slept through the night the first time. We both looked at each other and we went, "Oh shit, he's dead." You know he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got one of those monitors that'll tell us if if it doesn't feel him breathing. 
You know? Oh, they got one of those monitors so, that beep if it, he's not breathing or whatever. We right. Didn't have all that yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, she said we didn't have all that fancy shit. It was kind of. Yeah, well, we've had it since Iowa. And even though it's annoying sometimes, it's 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 good to have, you know? It's just peace of mind at this point, you know? Because I'd fucking kill myself if he died of SIDS or some shit. Uh, seriously. You know, I can't imagine somebody. Well, he's a healthy that. baby. There's no reason to worry. Just he's sleeping through the night, which means he's occupying himself and staying asleep. And he's learned how to deal with it. So, I mean, hell, you've got a bunch of other kids. Shit, don't you have like eleven kids? You know how to do this shit. Five. <laughs> Five. I claim three, but I love the other two just the same. You only claim three, but you love the other yeah. two just the same. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're not technically my kids. I mean, you know, if my wife decided she's going to leave me like tonight, I'm kids? stuck with three, not five. No, Connor and Jack are my stepsons. That's, well, they're still kind of yours, even if you're not with her, even if you're not with a chick anymore. If you've wiped their ass or cleaned up after them when they're sick, they're yours, buddy. Uh, I never wiped an ass, but uh, I have cleaned oh, up after Oh, you never wiped them. that? Uh, you know what? That's not true. I wiped Jack's ass one time. But, so, you yes, wiped Jack's ass I have one time. Well, then it... Yes. <laughs> that was, that was eight years ago, so... Or not, seven years ago. So, fair enough. Hey, Vic, you know what I just realized? Uh, this morning, like in the middle of the night, I realized this. What a weird thing to realize in the middle of the night. Victor? What did you realize? I'm going to be on a cruise during the Super Bowl. Oh, that's horrible. But there's TVs there, so I'm sure I'll be tanked and happy. Yeah, but if you're on a cruise and you're watching Super Bowl and not spending time with Kim, she's going to have your ass, buddy. I'm telling you. She's not going to have your ass. We're there for a week, and it'll be at night. So it's all good. What are we going to be doing? You know what I mean? Unless she's offering me sex, I'm not worried about it. Like, unless she's offering you sex, you're not worried about it. At that moment, if she's offering me sex, I will skip out on the Super Bowl. But I don't think at 6 o'clock at night she's going to be offering me sex. So I'll be okay. She, she will ask her. So well, if I lick her up uh, enough, maybe she will. You know what I mean? But it's doubtful. Up. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't you like the way Blake talks to us, Vic. Vic, do you hear the way Blake oh, talks mean, to us? He, he, he talks down to you. He does. He talks I'm down, not to, us like down we're, to you. We're peons. No. What a bad person. You're a horrible I'm not person. I'm a bad Blake. person. Well, I guess I don't have to say that do I? I feel like he's saying it out loud so Lisa can hear it. Don't you, Vic? He wants her to judge you. <laughs> no, Lisa's not judging you at all. Lisa doesn't care. No, Lisa's not. She said you could stay your ass at home, but she'll go on the cruise for you. How about that? Hi, you too. <laughs> I'll take him for the city. Hey, can you tell me something, Blake? Ask Lisa, because I don't know. What's her nationality? Okay. Like, do, does she have any kind of, like, ethnic background at all? What is, what is Lisa's nationality? He's wanting to know her nationality. I mean, I know she's American. I'm not saying she's not. I'm saying what's her background? She, she said her, her exact answer was Heinz 57. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. <laughs> bit of everything. Okay, I just wondered. Because she has a little she's bit of... She's sexy as a motherfucker, though. Let me tell you. Oh, my God, man. I'm married to Hottie. I don't know what I did because I'm a fucking... I'm like, what is it? She looks what is a little Asian. Uh, she looks just a little she Asian. She looks a little Asian. That's, That's only when she squints. That's only when she squints, but I'm Asian. 
I'm Korean. You hear she him being racist? You hear him being racist? We don't talk about that on this show. Yeah, we don't do that. Oh, <laughs> she just did the ultimate. She just did a Travis. She said, "I do have Asian in me." When you're there, oh dear <laughs> God, <laughs> she's horrified. But only like two inches. So, but only like two inches. So I got four, buddy. Four. <laughs> what the fuck is this show degenerated into? Jesus Christ! Well, you went. You went to the sky. You went to the sky. That's what it is. <laughs> you need to bring let you fellas know. Just to let you fellas know, I know I've told Vic this before, but Blake, if you and Lisa ever get the opportunity, a cruise is fucking amazing. I don't know if you've ever been on one, but I love them. They're not expensive if you go through Carnival. The, the most expensive thing is the fucking trip down to Florida to catch the uh, the cruise, you know? Yeah, they're they're a little bit on the expensive side. We're gonna go once we can, you know, get somebody to watch our kids because I don't want to take the kids with me on the damn cruise. Oh no, you don't want to. Uh, I mean, actually, some of these cruises are really good for kids, but like, I don't want to take my kids other than the stepsons. I would take them, but the other ones—they're not old enough. They wouldn't enjoy it. I mean, they'd probably fall overboard too because they're crazy. So there's that. That's what I was They jump into the big Plus, yeah. now that I'm a single dad because my wife just left me, it's going to be hard. I don't think him left you. She probably went to the grocery store. He said all of a sudden before we started the show, she came What's she in going to the grocery like, store for? She can't go somewhere. She wants a baby monitor. i got to go. She left me. I'm sure of it. I'm going to leave her a note. I'm going to leave with the kids right now. I'm going to go move out somewhere else. I'm going to go stay in a hotel with the dogs. Yeah, we have. Lisa said we have boys, and she'd be worried that they'd eat all the food on a cruise ship because, you know, they're, they're five, nine and five right now. Why are you worried about that? Yeah. They have buffets. They can eat all they want. Because they will eat themselves sick. I shit you not. They, there is no, for no them. It's bad. It's like. It's like in, they need to. It's like they'd be there an hour, and I'd have to call Doctor Drew or some shit. No. <laughs> oh, I fucking love cruise. Uh, so this time again, uh, this is our second cruise that's coming up at the end of January. Uh, we're gonna be buying the drink package again, which means fifteen drinks per person a day. I will max my fifteen out, and I will die on the cruise. But I will drink my fifteen every single day this time, as long as I don't get sick. Last time on the cruise, I got sick, and that wasn't anything like uh, seasick or anything like that, Blake. I drank vodka, and it was the wrong type of vodka, and it was my own fault. Like, you know, it has gluten in it, and you know me. So, I fucked up. I drank Absolute Vic. I drank shots of it. What a moron. But I was that new sucks. to it, you know? I didn't know any better. Because I thought vodka was from potatoes, but apparently not all vodka is. So, there you go. <laughs> The more you know, sir, the more you know. That's why I'm always leery of vodka. But anyway, yeah, like the flavored vodka, don't fuck with that. That's what I found out. Um, but anyway, yeah, man, uh, so this time, don't even ask me where we're going because I have no fucking clue. I'm sure it, it's somewhere in the Caribbean because we're leaving from Miami. I think we'll actually um, uh, sail by Cuba at some point, but we're not going to Cuba because who wants to go there? I know. Fucking commies. <laughs> you want to go to Cuba? 
Yeah, I like the women. Well, you did su- you did support the Soviet Union in the eighties in the Olympics, so there's that. I did. I, did. I like your heel you. tendencies. No, I'm not. I like your heel tendencies. You know. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like Blake's judging me though. So, well, he's been judging me for the last fucking thirty minutes. It's like making me uncomfortable. I don't a bit. judge either. I don't. I don't judge either one of you. You guys are full of shit. I'm not judging you for anything. Trust me. You know how sensitive we are. Yeah, yeah. Like to tell that lady, that lady that called in. I heard what y'all said to her. That's why she ain't called back in no more. <laughs> Probably a good thing too. Well, she was interrupting our podcast, and, and you know, if you're going to interrupt our podcast, we have to put something in your mouth to keep you quiet. I'm going to Jacob. I'm not allowed to, but Vic can. Yeah. I never actually asked. It. You, you ever th- you think that maybe if you asked, it would just be okay? You ever think about that, Blake? You know, cause don't say this too loud. But since you're married, you ever think that if you just asked for permission, it would be okay? <laughs> if I asked for permission to do what? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I need to. Because you're going to say it out loud, and we don't need to get into this discussion right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. You say no, Blake. Yeah. Yeah, we, we're just going to leave it at that. Vic, I'm glad you're amused by my comment because it's an interesting thought. Hey, don't think that I don't have this con- this thought in my head all the time, but I always feel like if I ever do ask that question, I, I think I would regret it immediately. Yeah, if you ever ask that question, you got to make damn sure that you can actually get what you want. Nah, because be there better be alcohol involved. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, so anyway, uh, my goal for January, fellas, I know I'm leaving January 31st, but my goal for January is for us to get back into some sort of a groove with our podcast, even if it's two a month, you know, because we're like down to basically one a month because of the holidays, the thick, working a lot, me hating my life as far as fucking work goes, um, and just being busy as all hell. But, you know, I think in January we'll be back to normal, right? Yeah, we should be. we got to find a true crime episode to talk about. Uh, maybe we can get Ray Johnson back since he didn't die. Did you see about that, Blake? Hey. Fucking poor guy. Hey, and plus our boy what? Kevin Sullivan just put on a new Ted Bundy book. Yes, yes. I think it's coming out in like April. So we'll have we'll have Kevin back. And then uh, when I ask him if he's going to have a fifth Bundy book and he says no, I'm going to tell him he's a fucking liar for telling me Three other times that he wasn't going to have another one, and he did. I love Kevin, but come on. Well, you could always. Right. Hey, I mean, you could always. He knows what the string bean murder. That Would you say, good. Blake? The string bean murder. Uh, I studied that an awful lot, and I've been trying to get together something to do with that because that happened less than an hour or so for me. Uh, I feel like you brought this up to us, and we didn't get to it. Yeah, that's one of the things I didn't get to. Uh, that and uh, uh, Ketchum, Isaac Ketchum, the one that was the the uh, lawyer that killed 57 people in his house, but they turned yeah. into some kind of fucking yeah, that money. Was the second you, one you brought back to us. Yeah, yeah, but I, I but I'm confused because I, I don't know what question you were going to ask me from earlier. You said you'd regret the answer. I don't get it. I but, don't think I need to bring this up. Nope, we're just going to leave it leave it land. Because you'll say it out what? loud. And what is it? You can't bring it up. 
you can't bring it up and then not say, my wife is not judgmental on any level whatsoever. You should well, you know, if you, just asked, if you just asked her for a hall pass, you know, what would be the reaction to that? A hall pass for what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't deal with you. In another girl's mouth. That's I, there would be That's no why I didn't want you. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if you, if you're like, oh my God, there, there is fucking Lisa Wilcox over there, or whoever. You know what I mean? Hey, honey, can I? <laughs> or whoever. You know, and you just said it casually. I'm just asking, would it be okay? And then, you know, what would happen? And like, like I was telling Vic, I don't think that would be a good question to ask ever because of the result that would come from it. I don't think the um, risk is worth the reward, even if the reward's fantastic. Uh, it's probably not. No. It's not a good idea. Because you know what? I look at it like this. If she asked me, you know, I'd probably go to jail again. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. I probably wouldn't go to jail. She just wouldn't have any more stuff because it would go go away when she went to work. <laughs> go away. Oh. So I understand. Yeah. I understand. I get it. Blake, why are you being an animal tonight? I'm not. I don't. I'm not doing. <laughs> He can get off it the sounds like you guys are having some kind of issue. Sounds like you guys are having some kind of issue, and you're trying to find a way to kick me off the show. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. I'm just amused by your reactions to everything tonight. But it's probably because it's been a month since you talked to us, and you're like, everything's normal. And then you get on the show, and there's a fucking chick from West Virginia calling. There's never, there's never anything normal when it comes to this show. No, it just it, it doesn't bother me. What you asked doesn't bother me. It's just it's weird that, that that one specific question crossed your mind, and then you name-dropped a couple of people who, you know, I, I just it was weird. I didn't expect that. But I also didn't expect a woman from Virginia calling either. But but no, seriously. I mean, if I am making my presence a little too often on here, we can fix that. What is? Oh, okay. What the fuck are you talking about, oh. Blake? I have no idea. Nobody said you were making your presence too often. You're invited every time. What are you talking about? Don't talk crazy, Dust. <laughs> How are you going to say I make my presence too often and we invite you? I message you. <laughs> You're invited. That's it. We're invited. Yeah. Lisa, come on the show. So I just heard footsteps upstairs and there's one of three things going on, okay? There's either, well, there could be four things. A serial killer has come into my house and is going to kill me. Two. <laughs> The D-Bot's roaming around up there, which wouldn't make any sense because it's scheduled for 11 a.m. You know, the D-Bot, the robot vacuum, Vic? Yeah. Three, the girls have gotten up and don't give a fuck. They're not even saying anything. They're just wandering around the house, which I doubt. Or it could be true it even, but I doubt that too since he can't even get out of his crib. Four, my wife didn't leave me. So those are the four <laughs> options. I'm going to go with number four, uh, but you never know. I think it's number four. I think it's number four. Yeah, probably. I mean, number one would be cool. Number one would be cool. Or, 
Number five could be the fact that I'm just hearing things. That's possible, too. Yeah, you're drunk. I am drunk. This is true, but I swear I heard footsteps. But, you know, again, what do I know? Blake, you, you still there, buddy? Yes. Are you silently hating us again? Oh, I don't silently <laughs> hate anybody. If I hate you, I let your ass know right up front. Blake, you know what makes me happy? What's that? Blake, or, or it makes me happy anyway. When I, when I say something like that and I get the big sigh before you answer me, <laughs> I know I've said something totally ridiculous and off the wall that you're going to respond to favorably. Well, yeah, but that's like that. par, par, par for the course. You know, it's it's whatever. Like I said, I I have no reservations when it comes to YouTube inhibitions are thrown out the window because the other day, like when you posted that thing on my wife's picture of me in the elf or that reindeer costume at work, just bullshitting around. Uh, I wanted to say you, you're like you put a control that fool. I wanted I wanted to say that's the pot calling the kettle black. Says the guy who goes outside and makes love and pisses in the bushes every time we have a show. You know, well, dude, I, I just went outside I and have. I forgot to piss in the bushes. What is wrong with me? It's not been a good <laughs> right, day. Where's, Tra- where's Travis? Where's Travis? And what have you done? I probably with him? Cause I think it's the so person walking around upstairs is It's cold, isn't it, Vic? It'll probably freeze before it even gets to the ground. It might. I don't like it. All right. So I'll tell you what we'll, what we'll do here is let me look at the old calendar. Say January 8th or so. Let's try to get back on here and do a serial killer episode. We'll we'll toss it around off air. How's that sound? Sounds great to me, sir. Sounds good to me, too. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's find our social media because I think things have changed as far as the actual uh, – places where you can find them. Um, but I will tell you that Travis Vicor is the Instagram and Twitter. I enjoy our Instagram. It We post the things on Instagram that we don't post on our Facebook. So if you really want something super offensive, our Instagram's the place to be because they haven't banned us yet. So. Um, Facebook.com Facebook.com slash drunken horror D-R-U-N-K-E-N horror. Blake where are you at on social media? I'm at a Phenomenal TLD on Twitter, and I kind of interact every once in a while on there. Uh, Blake Vest, 1428. On Twitter? And what else? You have Instagram too, right? Yes, Blake Vest Official on Instagram, and then my website with my books and all that. I've got this little Christmas time special going on, and I'm shipping internationally now, guys. I've got orders going out to... Uh, Italy and Australia and all these other great places. So they're all doing international shipping and, you know, business is booming. So I'm very, very happy and pleased that everybody's enjoying the book. Italy's a cool place. Um, I would say that I'd like to go back there. I don't know when that will ever happen, so I try not to, like, fucking waste my time with things that I probably will never do. But that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad to see that you're fucking international now, man. You're international man of mystery on our show. 
Yes, sir. Every week to the post office. Every week, shipping out orders and orders of books. I just got a message not too long ago from uh, Bart Mixon. I know you guys know his name. He did all Pennywise's uh, prosthetics for Tim Curry and stuff. He worked on Nightmare Four, and he he said he really loved the book and they look great. And you know, he's excited to look into it and read it and all that good stuff. So it's like, all right, you know, I love that. You know, and Steve Johnson, he read it, so he seems to enjoy it. I've got it going around everybody. Like I said, your copies are on their way. I don't think they'll make it to you before Christmas, but they'll be there right after for you, okay? Sounds good, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, Vic, hey, guess what my aunt sent me today? How was that? She sent me a $350 check. Nice. Yeah. That was my She fucking... I told you she was the cool aunt. She fucking is awesome. Her her and her husband, they're both cool people. I just love them. So it was really nice of her. Uh, so shout out to my Aunt Joyce. That's who Hazel's middle name's based on. So love her. Always have. My favorite aunt. Uh, probably shouldn't have said that on the air, but it, she is. So <laughs> it is what it is. She didn't have kids of her own, so she knew to fucking be cool with all the others. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Good That's shit. cool. All right, Vic, where is your social media so you can ignore people? At Vic Von Eric, so you can, like, get and tweets from Dr. Death Vic and Von ignore Eric it? On the uh, I mean, God, y'all weren't real talking to me. Y'all ain't doing me. Find me on the he Vic Von Eric on the Twitter machine. What? He yeah, but, about you, yeah. about Ryan Howe, I think. Yeah, because Ryan Howe's a bum. He is. But real I didn't talk, even know he still exists. If y'all really want to see me on the social media, find me on the Snapchat, B-I-W-G underscore V-I-C. That's where you get all the dick pics and shit. That's, that's the real Oh, God. Story. Blake will be following what? that in a few minutes. He already does. He requests oh. them every day. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to have to get a premium Snapchat make people pay to see him. Like the Germans that used to jack off to us from YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Blake used to get that type of treatment too. Things have changed. Yeah. I think they realized he was married. All right, no, I'm through <laughs> dicking around for tonight. I'm just fucking around. Blake, thanks for joining us as always. I liked your list, man. It was good stuff. Uh, Vic, I liked your list too. Um, you two need to watch opera. I need to watch The Stepfather and the other movies that Blake mentioned that I don't have on my list, Angel Heart, and then also uh, Not a Creature Was Stirring. So, good stuff, man. Thanks, fellas. Talk to you like January 8th on the air. Sound good? Yep. All right, peace out, fellas. Have a good night. Tell Lisa I said, hey, Vic, you tell some random cat I said, hey. <laughs> Later, bro. All right. Later, fellas. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.